Welcome to the Female Offensive. I am Marcella. And I'm Sydney. And we are so excited to be here with you today. Talking love, talking relationships, yeah. the huge. Yeah. Today is a special one. We're talking about love languages. Marcella, <laughs> what is a love language? I only speak one language. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, well, a love language. So... Basically, there's this online test, you know, like... There's a book. There's a book and based research. on it. I'm not going to say it's, like, scientifically backed, but it makes sense, and that's good enough for me, you know? It's a quiz that you can take in under 10 minutes that yeah. um, makes you think critically about the decisions that you've made for the last 15 years of your life <laughs> um, and really gets in deep into all of those dark spaces you never want to think about so it's really enlightening really really enlightening so basically you take a test and it spews out these five love languages and it gives you a score for each one and so whatever your highest one is i'll give you an example mine is words of affirmation meaning that in a relationship mm. i like to re receive words of affirmation as a way of expressing love now, expressing or receiving, re receiving love exactly. Oh, okay, um, but that's, also probably yeah. No, that's important to note though because like the way your love language isn't exactly the same as what you portray. So I might want words of affirmation, but I don't necessarily give them. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah. You know what I mean? I'm. I. That's how I feel like I am because I. Yeah. I like to give to get words of affirmation so my love language is words of affirmation and then but i feel like give love by um gift giving yeah okay so let me go through them um well it's just not that the languages aren't important to you there are five of them it just kind of ranks which ones are most meaningful to you yeah but you know they they differ each uh, one of these things is important in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and has their own spot yeah. and place, but each person reacts differently mm -hmm. to the five different topics. Exactly. So let languages. Me start, let me start with words of affirmation because I feel like that's kind of one of the more popular ones. Like, we polled you guys today, and 52% of you said that words of affirmation was, like, your highest love language. Like, that was your main love language. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. Because we're both. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> words um, of affirmation as well. So, basically, words of affirmation is like saying actions don't always speak louder than words because hearing things like, I love you or like compliments out of the blue or just saying I'm proud of you like you're doing so well things like that are important and things like insults can really really hurt you and they're not easily forgotten so they go both ways this words of affirmation yeah. thing how do you feel about that <laughs> <laughs> I just totally zoned out thinking about like my numbers and how never mind it's like a total sydney thing anyway so yeah. i feel like words of affirmation mm -hmm. are really important no matter what your love language is i think yeah a positive vibe emanates from your words a lot of times and no it's true you can like speak if you things into your life yeah and like i think expressing love and encouragement to your loved one is it should be important. So it makes sense that 50% of our listeners yeah. and 100% of us. 100% of we. <laughs> no, I, I love that. And I found this cute little chart online too. Sydney, I don't know if you want to go through oh it. Oh my gosh, like, yes. I love charts. So for words of affirmation. It's color-coded. Uh, it gives you, yeah. or for every single love language, it gives you how to communicate, the actions to take to communicate that language, and things to avoid. So this is basically how to speak your partner's love language. So if your partner's main love language is words of affirmation, how should you communicate that? <laughs> well, if your partner <laughs> is um, receiving words of affirmation as their love language, 
You should be um, encouraging and affirming and appreciate them and listen actively. So basically what that means is... You should should be a good human being. Let them talk and listen (laughs) to what they're saying. Um, Take the time to be with them and in that moment and really appreciate the words that they're giving to you and how vulnerable they're being. Yeah. I think the listening part is really key. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's, It's one thing to just hear someone... I feel like the words listen and hear are very, very different. Yes. I could hear you, but I really might not be listening. Yeah, I, like, was not listening to you back there. And I'm sorry oh, for that. because no, I know. okay. Well, I know that's not it part of your love. It's important. Love exactly. We're but it's okay. In, we're in a friendship relationship. I should be respectful of that, so. And I also can't freak out on you on the podcast. <laughs> like, what is that going to say for our brand? <laughs> we have to stay on brand. Um, um Okay. But see, that was so encouraging. So encouraging. Great example. Anyway. And what about the actions to take for a partner whose love language okay. is words so, of affirmation? So, honestly, just like any kind of thinking of them, like text or calling them, just let sending them a note or a card, like anything that's written or said, just words. Yeah. I, Communicate, communicating. I feel like, yeah, that it's so, so simple sometimes. It's just like just showing sending people a quick text or that like, you're thinking of them. Yeah, it really is. And I feel like it's such a small act that it's often like you're thinking like it's not really going to make anyone's day or it's not going to mean anything. But like I've had like small texts that have like really changed my day. Just in general. Oh, my gosh. I have a great story. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. So. Yes. Um, I was an RA in college and something that we talked about as a staff was lollipop moments. So one of my directors had this whole story about how he gave one of his residents a lollipop one day and it completely changed her life. Like him giving her that kindness and like talking to her for like the five minutes that he talked to her, like completely changed her outlook on life or whatever. It was so insignificant to him. But, like, wow. four years down the line, when they were graduating, yeah. she told him, like, how much it meant to her. Oh, my goodness. And so he called it his lollipop moment. Oh. And we all talked about lollipop moments. And I find that this is kind of like that. Like, yeah. you don't realize yeah. how small things can really impact someone in a big way. Exactly. And. That was something that he did accidentally. Imagine if you're doing something on purpose, like the kind of like positivity the thoughtfulness that, yeah, behind that. yeah, it's just, it's incredible. But something that you should avoid or limit when your partner's love language is words of affirmation is not recognizing or appreciating effort. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, I mean, because who doesn't hate being not recognized? Appreci- yeah, yeah, unappreciated. It's the worst thing in the world. It really is. It makes you feel so small. Yeah. And, like, your efforts are useless. It's so inconsiderate Yeah, of the other person. Like, there's nothing I can... (laughs) We're such words of affirmation, girls. Yes. There's nothing I can't stand more than not being seen for what I'm, like, putting into it. Because I do put a lot into a relationship, and I know you do also. So yeah, having that seen is important to me, I guess. And verbalized. Yeah. Yeah. But some people don't need it verbalized. Some and I guess people, that's crazy to think about, but yeah. it's just all about putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Well, that goes into physical touch, which is another love language. But that, for me, was, like, the lowest, you know? like Mine, too. I Apparently, I don't care about anybody touching me. I just don't care. I, I don't... think it's all very relative because I actually do really enjoy physical touch and like well physical touch isn't necessarily all about it's not like it can be sexual absolutely but it's not necessarily sexual no like i'm talking like when i'm sitting like watching tv with like my partner like i like to be touching them yeah and like when i'm in bed like sleep and we're sleeping like just like even a hand on them or something like i want like physical contact well the the website explains that a person whose primary language is physical touch is surprisingly not really touchy not a touchy person really so like so maybe just like hugs pats on the backs holding hands look at this thoughtful touches on the arm you know like just something like so delicate as that just to know that like 
yeah. hi, like, I love that. I'm thinking of you, or, like, you're here with me, you know, something Just something like to ground you both. I yeah. think that's so beautiful. No, it is. It's a beautiful way to think about it, but it's actually only, like, 10% of people who we polled today said that physical touch was actually nobody nobody said physical touch yeah that was the only one that was the only one that we didn't get any responses about well we only only had women answer so that's oh let's go into it yes uh, we're digging into it so that's so interesting um first of all we would love to hear from some more men uh please but (laughs) uh give us your perspective but if you're listening, <laughs> are you out there? Knock, knock. <laughs> but uh, we, it's very interesting that um, physical touch is the lowest on women's scale because yeah. I feel like that's to be expected almost. What do you mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like women think about physical touch less. I feel like once mm-hmm. we go through all of like, five of them it makes sense coming from oh i don't know i guess that's just like really gender biased <laughs> no i don't think it's gender biased at all i think it's it like has, i'm like i, I feel like has... i'm projecting my personal no. view and my scores onto like entire female gender <laughs> yeah i i feel it's a lot about projection right <laughs> so i feel like what we want to receive is how we give love but that's not necessarily correct because because you want to receive love that way doesn't mean that you have the same love languages as your partner yeah so that so that's tough so i feel like maybe that's where men and women differ maybe men do favor physical touch over women and maybe that's where there's I guess a... I'm just like men like sex more but like yeah. that's so not no, true yeah. that's no I, I so totally archaic. get I totally get where you were saying <laughs> oh my gosh guys that. I am finding out false truths in my head right now at least now you're as digging we them speak. up like dig them on up but okay like that's not how, true how should you communicate with someone whose primary love language is physical touch like nonverbal use of body like Literally anything that doesn't have to do with talking, which is interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And touch to show love. Like, hugging, kissing, cuddling. But the way to just hurt thoughtful, them. Just like, thoughtful um, arm touches or leg yeah. touches. Just, like, being there and, like, present, yeah. I feel. Yeah, no, it's important. Like, that physical aspect, too. Like, there's obviously some sort of physical bond before mm-hmm. between you and your partner. But what you should avoid is neglecting them or obviously abusing them. Oh, my God. Imagine that like breaks my heart. What? Thinking about someone's love language being used against them like yeah. that. Like no, if yeah. you love being touched and like, yeah, your significant other is beating on you. <laughs> oh, my God. It really breaks like that. Just like really like. Yeah, it's really sad. I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) Maybe that's how you deal with pain. It is definitely how I deal with pain, but, like, wow. Physical physical touch gets deep. Yeah. Physical touch gets, yeah, it gets really deep. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to shallower ponds. Yeah, let's talk about receiving gifts. Yes. Oh, so love, much shallower. Yes. I love we it. We love getting gifts. Someone we please do. give me a gift. <laughs> so receiving gifts um, obviously is really important. Just like the thoughtfulness aspect of it, I feel. Yeah. And just. It doesn't even need to cost anything. No, it's like think show a token. Yeah. I think that's a better yeah. way. So picking something up along your de- along along the course of your day for your significant other or loved one just to show them that oh like today you crossed my mind and I wanted to to think to, to pick something up yeah. to show you that or let to, you know that I was thinking about yeah, you something you like it's nice yeah and like I always feel so cared for and I love doing this for my significant other I agreed. always I whenever I get like a breakfast sandwich or like anything like that yeah. I would always like get my significant other one always you wouldn't even ask you know you no just, you would just do i it. learned their order and i would just yeah of course and like that's that's how you communicate with someone whose primary language is receiving gifts and you... it's funny because i had that as 
my it's not my phone it was my fourth one I believe no it was my third one so I had receiving gifts as my third one but I think that's because I like to give gifts because I don't feel they're as important to me as the other two maybe a little bit more than but quality it is meaningful time. but yeah it is meaningful which is why I like to do it I think giving a gift is such a personal thing. Too. Yeah, you really have to know someone you really, for your gift really do. to make an impact. Yeah, you really, really do. And it's like there are people who give gift cards, and like I hate, <gasps> I hate getting just gift cards. Like I love giving. Like gift cards are awesome, but like at the end of the, of the day, if I just get a gift card, I'm like, wow, this person really, they really didn't think about me at all. Or like. I hate being asked directly what I want. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Like, my, I love, oh, my grandparents, like, amazing uh, humans, like, best people I know in my entire uh, life. But they always, my grandma always asks me, like, okay, just send me the link to exactly what you want online. I'm like, mm. I'm okay, like, what's I'm like, what's that'll my... take all of five seconds for you, and I have to go and, like, research, like, something that I want in the right price range. But also, what's like, the budget? Exactly. <laughs> like, are you going to get something that's, like, 50 bucks, or are you going to, like, be like, all right, I don't well, want to be greedy, because right. I know she would get me whatever new, I send her. Gucci bag. Yeah. I've never, oh, my gosh, no, never, nothing like that. No, of course not, but you never know. What if you send it to her? Like, I don't you know. What she'd say? I don't know. I could never. I would just... No, I don't know. I'm no. so like <laughs> she's getting nervous. Just <laughs> like I'd never, never do that to my grandma. Yeah, I would just feel like such a greedy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel like I'm abusing. Like yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and the reason that she gives you these gifts is because she loves me. It's because she loves you. It but... feels. It almost feels like it's like out of obligation when it's like mm. that. When it's yeah. genuine like that. It de- yeah, no, I think it definitely depends on the person. I think, like, but, dads are kind of okay, just, Okay, but wait. Like... But the other day, we went out to dinner, uh-huh. and I mentioned how much I love, like, scarves to, uh-huh. like, tie in my hair and to tie around my neck and stuff. Uh-huh. And she texted me that night and was like, I found a bunch of scarves in a drawer. Like, I'm going to send you a package. Aww. And sent me a package of, like, ten beautiful scarves. <gasps> and, like, that is so thoughtful. Yeah. And meant the world to me. So, like, that kind of stuff is amazing and she's yeah. incredible. But, like, when it comes to Christmas, I'm like, ugh, don't even give me. Like, please, I would rather nothing. Yeah. No, it's so true. I feel like this, again, like, differs in men and women, too, because, like, I... My dad has no problem asking for what he wants. He yeah. Loves no, no, gifts. but I mean, like, at Christmas and stuff, like, my dad never gets me gifts. It's always my mom. Oh. He's just, like, he'll just be like, what do you want? And yeah. then he'll get it, give it to yeah. me. But, like, my mom actually, like gets me things you know like yeah. she never asked my me mom loves giving gifts it's so fun it so is. i understand picking like, out the right gift like, and knowing someone enough to get them the right gift is yeah. like exciting so i understand why it's like an important part of a relationship yes. too like obviously it's something that you cultivate with your friends and your family so like i love picking out your gift every year yeah it's so fun yeah it's like you think about i mean I love to give gifts, so I, like, am thinking about it, like, months ahead. Yeah. I, like, I make notes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Constantly Anytime, like, notes. anyone, like, likes something. Like, when we're, like, really rich, I know exactly, like, the first gift I'm going to get you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's move on to another love language, the fourth, which is acts of service. So let me go over them again. We've done words of affirmation. We've done physical touch. We have done receiving gifts, and now we are on acts of service. Sweet. Can't wait to go into that because this is, like, so important to me. It's my number. I, yeah. Dose. Yeah. Mine is, yeah, it's my second one, too, which I find really interesting. It makes me seem like I'm selfish, and I just want someone to, like, boss around. I totally don't think that's true at all. No, no, no. That's what, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, like, acts of service. Like, I just want someone to, like, Like do stuff Slave boy. Slave boy. Yeah, like ringing a little bell, like and they're pool doing boy. anything for me. That's what I need. I need a pool boy. No, but it, it's more meaningful than that. Yes, your it's pool more... your pool boys usually don't love you unless it's like you know, porn. unless they like. Re- <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. So, um, porn is love. So basically, anything that you do that can help ease someone's burden of all the responsibilities that they have your partner specifically that's 
that's a way for them to feel your love for them. This is how my mom receives love. Really? A hundred percent. Yeah? What does 100%. he do for her? Um, not much. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he does, like, a, a lot, but I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. So, but, like, just saying, like, let me do that for you. You know, like, oh, like, oh, you're, you're going to make some pasta or whatever. No, like, let me do that for you. Yes. Or let me vacuum for you. I know you. you've been working all day. Like, let me sweep the floor or whatever. It's, like, yes, exactly. small things to just yeah. be, like, relax, relieve yourself because you do so much. And usually... And because this all ties together, it's so funny. Because you're doing some, a lot of people will project their love language yep. onto other people. So yep. a lot of times, a very common way that you'll show love is one of your higher love languages. So mm-hmm. usually the person that needs the acts of service mm-hmm. also is like so worn out because they are. Of a giving personality and, like, a Mm. nurturing personality. You tend to project what you want. Exactly. You tend to project how you like to receive love. You create your own universe and your own perception of the world. And so I think when you're doing that, it's actually a really great way to receive it in most cases. Yeah. You know, karma. There needs to be that communication, too, because if you're giving love in a way that the person doesn't want to receive love, that that's an issue. Oh, yes. You know, like if I'm giving words of affirmation, but my partner really just wants physical touch and quality time. This is such a great couples episode. Yes, it's such (laughs) a exercise. Yes, it is. A great couples exercise that I've done with all of my boyfriends, I think. Because then you don't. Then your Just conversations, get it all out there in the beginning. Yeah, but then your conversations or your arguments aren't about who's right and wrong. It's about how do I communicate this to you? How yes. are you going to? It's not. It's less combative and it's more communicative and, and collaborative. Careful. Yeah, it's so careful. Um. So. <laughs> a <laughs> ding goes off and we're like reset. Uh, like goldfish. <laughs> we're robots. <here. laughs> So, the next one that we want to talk about is quality time. Quality time. Quality time. So, basically, uninterrupted and focused conversations. Not on your phone, not just watching Netflix together, but really quality time between the two of you. That's hot. That is so hot. <laughs> candle lit. I feel like there's a candle in a book nearby. Oh my gosh, yeah. I personally don't really care that much about quality time. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, like, does Netflix count as quality time? Netflix that counts and as Netflix. Cuddle? It kind of does for me. No, that's, I guess that's, like, yeah, right? I feel like that's quality I time. I think it's enough. <laughs> I don't really care that much about quality time, and I don't know what that says about me. Like, does that mean that, like, I'm not a good person. Like, whatever. I do appreciate... I, I mean, quality time is great, but I could be, like, like once a week, like, a nice date night is yeah. good. And, like, yeah, like, having good conversations. But I would rather have the other communications more. Exactly. And that's it's what It's all about what's to. more meaningful to you, too. Yeah. They're all important, yeah. but it's what's most meaningful to you. It's true. And I think it's important to know that they can change over time, too. Yes. They can definitely change over time. So maybe it's nice to, like, reevaluate every once in a while because maybe... Check in. Yeah, maybe five years from now I'm going to be someone who's, like, really needing quality time and physical touch. You could be a mom that, like, wants your husband, like, around and, like, with the family. Like, your priorities change and, like, right now you love your independence, but that might not be the case down the road. Right. Yeah. No, it can definitely change. That's, that's, it's really good to know that. Um, so but, uh, like, things, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> things to um, avoid is just all of those distractions of the world. Yeah. And just, so it's really good to do things that it's going to be just the two of you. So, like, creating those small moments and, like, maybe going for a walk in the park, the two of you. Yeah. And finding a common like or um, hobby. That you guys yes, can share. That's so fun. That's cute. I like love wine that. tasting. Oh yeah. Go Maybe and get drunk like, with your BF. I feel like something that's not related to alcohol is probably a good idea. Whatever. Yeah. Get you a little frisky. I guess it's whatever, man. A little tipsy. Um, you could also, I don't know, take up hiking, like I suggested if you live in like 
that kind of area. <laughs> if you guys just want to, like, hike. Yeah, if that's what you're into. What I want to pose is whether or not you think that love languages also apply to friendships. Yes. Yeah. Flat out, yes. 100%. Because, okay, so when you, like, go and take the quiz, you will notice that it's always phrased in the terminology of um, the person you love or a loved one. Like, it's very general, and I just feel like you love a lot of people. Like, I love you, and, like, Mm -hmm. I do think it's really important to know someone's love language just because that really, when it comes, when it boils down to it, is a way of communicating with them and learning how to best communicate with them and to I agree. make them happy on this earth, which I think should be everyone's goal is to make other people happy as well as making themselves happy. So I think knowing your own love language is important so that you know how to love yourself yeah. and knowing other people's love language is important because it shows you how to communicate your feelings. It's so true. And that's so difficult for people to communicate their feelings. And I think the love languages does a really good job of kind of breaking it down and being like, here is how you think and communicate in very, very, very simple terms. And it's all about your wants and needs. Yes. And you can understand that. And that's basic human desire. Like that's basic... A basic human, um, human what nature. Okay, thank you. Yeah, human exactly. nature. Exactly. We all want physical touch. We all want to spend time with the people that we love. We want to hear that they love us. Like these are the five pillars sense. of any healthy relationship. Yeah, healthy relationship or friendship, any yes. loveship, I should say. Uh, yeah. Any. I mean, I would even think love. this would go into like work. It it could. The only issue I see with it, I feel, is, like, the physical touch. I don't know how that would... Well, I mean, you just think about it in the sense of, like, ed- like a, an arm, you know? Like, if you know someone, like... Yeah. My boss and I have worked together for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows me, and she's not, like, afraid to, like, touch my arm. Like, if I'm, like, crying or something, she's going to rub my back. Like, yeah. she would comfort me. Yeah. She wouldn't Wait, feel... what? Do you cry at work? No, no. <laughs> but my my other boss has cried at work and like, cause she oh was like so, she was having a panic attack. She was super oh my stressed gosh. out. No, but it was like fine. Like she was like having a stressful day and like, yeah. My other manager was like, you know, rubbing her back. We're like a that's really cl- close so, group yeah, of girls. No, that's really kind. I was just wondering, like, oh, like when was the last time your boss was rubbing your back while you were crying? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thankfully, I've never cried at work outside of the bathroom stall oh yeah same (laughs) just a couple of times (laughs) no yeah more times than we should have but whatever sometimes you just gotta let out a good cry oh yeah sometimes you're just that feels good feeling a bit crying oh my god it feels good like last last night i was i looked at my mom i was like i think i just need to go upstairs and cry a little bit (laughs) i'll be back she was like "Are are you okay i was like yeah, I just, like, need a good cry. And she was like, mm, okay. Okay, love. <laughs> okay. It's like, you all right, I don't thing. understand. You and your <laughs> podcast. Is this a millennial thing? <laughs> <laughs> it is. We're total millennials. We are. And we're we're so freaking sensitive. Obviously, we're self-absorbed. We we're love, so sensitive. We love those words of affirmation. We love Tell to us. talk about our feelings. Tell me how much you love me. Yeah. It's such a millennial thing. Like, I feel like people 50 years ago were like, who cares about your feelings? I don't know. I feel like talk shows and radios were, like, really popular. Isn't this just the same thing, but a more public platform? I don't think they were talking about, like, their feelings. Yeah. I mean. It didn't go they, that, It might have been. And, they might have uh, yeah. been. Well, no, probably not. They were a lot less biased back then, I feel like. So, yeah, probably less feely. Feely touchies. Feely touchies. <laughs> Touchy feelies. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. But they still listen to other people talk all the time. So I feel like this is just a natural evolution of people becoming more open. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. But I do think that we as a generation are just so sensitive. Mm-hmm. And, we're, yeah, so. and we're very entitled. But, like, that's... Oh, my gosh. That's so a I whole think... nother level that I don't want to discuss. No, but I think that really goes into moment. this, too, because... I think our generation has a problem with communication. 
for sure. And I think it's because we're kind of self-absorbed and entitled and expect people to know us Listen, without world, even us knowing ourselves. The world does not revolve around any of us. Because we always go and we're always looking for happiness in other places. Yes. And we're trying to, we're expecting people, significant others, friends, to know how to make us happy without being able to tell them what makes us happy. It's true. We kind of just are like, you should know. Like, you sh- You should know my love language. You like, should know my love language. Okay, like, you should know how to be a good person. Like, Marcella, like, what, what's, what's your love language? Like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. But, like, you don't even know to call it a love language in the beginning. So that's, like, when I found this, like, exactly. a few years ago. You have no I was idea like, what it even means. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is just, like, how to communicate. That's really all it is. That's, it's so simple. It's so simple. And, like, the fact that all it took was the word language to explain <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess I speak a lot of languages. Yeah. It's just the way that you speak. <laughs> it's it's so it's crucial to every relationship it really really is and i feel like you need to have that conversation with your partner or maybe not your friend because i feel like with your friends it might be something that's kind of like i don't know we talk about it i talk about i i sent when i found this i sent it to all of my friends i sent it to my mom i sent it to my dad i sent it to my grandparents i was like everyone should take this it's really important (laughs) i really believe in this yeah and so like i talked about it with like a lot of people and was like wanted to know what they're love language was yeah i feel like a friendship is less work than a relationship i agree though. oh 100 percent. just in the sense that like it's something that kind of naturally occurs say, it's a little more natural it's a little bit more natural and it's like it there's obviously less commitment to it so there's less pressure yeah so you get to feel i'm a not little gonna bit put more... a ring on it baby no no <laughs> you get to feel a little bit more like yourself also in that sense yeah you know you don't have to worry you don't have to worry that you're going to be judged or that person's not going to find you attractive or they're not going to love you it's just like friendships are so awesome and when you find someone they're comfy that you love romantically that's also your friend that's pretty cool too yeah that's incredible yeah not to get sappy but i think it's important you know going off of that to To know yourself before going to try to find someone else. Oh, gosh. Which is something that I did. I feel like I didn't really do a lot of thinking and, like, about who I was and what made me happy. I really didn't know what I wanted in my relationships, which made it so... You probably didn't think you you needed to think about that. Exactly. And I feel like... I feel bad because I feel like I projected a lot of those angers onto them when it wasn't even their fault for... Because I couldn't tell them what I wanted. Like, I didn't really know. Yeah. A lot of times. I think that's, like, maybe, like, how... And you have to learn and, like, figure it out. Like, that's why you, like, dating is, like, a thing and you have... And that is why people now date so much. People... Our parents didn't date as much. I don't feel. I feel like they got they settled down pretty quickly. Yeah. And got married pretty young, and that's why the divorce rate went up. Like we were talking yeah. about last episode. Yeah. And now it's going down because people are dating and kind of figuring themselves out. It's awesome, yeah. right? Like the fact that the, Give the yourself divorce some time. rate is dropping is one beautiful. You know, like I feel like marriage shouldn't really be taken lightly, and the fact that the divorce rate is going down is like pretty cool yes it's I think so important yeah for i i'm surprised by it because i think our generation has like a commitment issue but <laughs> yeah but i guess once we do commit it's kind of like we're yeah there. and you're like working for marriages and i think that's that's amazing and like for families i feel like family values are kind of coming back in style guys oh they're back <laughs> yay <laughs> welcome family matters we actually found this pretty sweet article on like the types of happiness or types of experiences that you should have before you settle down into a relationship or anything like anything long term or serious exactly. And the first one, which is really interesting, and so I don't before think, you commit, yeah, commit to yourself to yes. do some shit that you want to do. Commit. <laughs> commit to quit. <laughs> oh no. Don't quit. no don't do that don't quit on don't yourself quit. girls stay up but 
Number one, which I have not done, and I feel like that's so sad, is travel by myself. Um, I've kind of did it. When you went to London? Yeah. Yeah. I went with a friend. But well, you went through school. I went through school. Yeah. And I was, I was living with a flatmate that was my friend. She was part of my major. And yeah. I, I would say we definitely got closer when we went to London because we weren't close friends beforehand, mm-hmm. I would say. We saw each other a lot, but yeah. we became much closer, obviously, after traveling abroad and being yeah. the only people in a foreign country that knew each other. <laughs> Did you think that it taught you anything about yourself? Yes. I came back a completely different person. Like but you were actually dating someone at the time. Yes, I which was. Which interesting. And, yeah, it was, I... It's tough. It was tough, but I, I had so much fun. Like, I really didn't, like, miss him that much. We didn't really talk a lot while I was gone. Yeah, and like that's like I fine. was like really living for myself, and I really amazing. loved him for Giving. letting me have that time and that experience. And he was like never bitter or made me feel bad about it at all. And that's I just amazing. really, yeah, I just really got to experience. I feel like that's rare. I feel like you can't be. I feel like you can't do what you did if you hadn't had th- that person in your life. He was so supportive through the entire thing. I remember yeah. the day I decided to do it he came home and was like just so excited for me and like thought it was the best thing in the world and words of affirmation i hope he did he killed it he he was he was awesome throughout the whole thing and like really great while i was in london and i was there for five weeks so yeah which isn't like that long some people stay for like whole semesters whole years longer but um yeah it was five weeks when we hadn't been apart for like more than a day I think, in over a year. Wow. Yeah. Like, we would spend, like, a night wow. or two apart, and we would, but we were together, like, so often. I need to do it. I need to travel by myself. It's you should. It's, it's sh- I should. You ha- learn how to rely on yourself. You learn what you can do when no one else is around to help you. Yeah. Um, you become very independent, and yeah. it's exciting, and you get a whole different perspective on life and people and i think it's enlightening for sure Tra- yeah. any travel really is but when you get to connect with yourself and you're forced to be with yourself and really Ooh. only yourself yep you learn a lot no matter if you're in a different place or if you're at your desk at work or if you're in your bed at home i think any any moment can be growth but yeah then traveling that- is a great excuse to do it <laughs> And speaking about in your home, it's very, I guess, suggested, very much suggested that you try living on your own first before you live with a significant other. Yeah. I mean, that one kind of makes sense. Like, but I don't think I've actually had my, I haven't ever had my own apartment. I've always had roommates. So that's a difficult one because, again, I have never... I've never lived, lived on my own. But I don't feel like a, a lot of people do. I mean, at the same time, I'm I'm really young. Like, that's yeah. expensive, first off. Living yeah, we on live my in own. the city. Like, that's not realistic. No, it's not realistic. But I have been in, like, lived in situations where I've like, been, like, the only person there. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you, your roommates towards the end of when you were living with them weren't necessarily, like... Yeah. Like, Everyone what does so it mean busy. to live alone? Yeah. No, it's true. Like, you can have roommates and live alone. Like, you're on your own. You're independent. You're paying your own bills. You're responsible for things. And you're with yourself 90% of the time. Like, decorating your own place. uh, That's something that I would always, like, I've always loved decorating. And that's something that I wanted to do, for sure. Do you find that Cam puts in a lot of, like, opinions about the decorations? Like, you aren't able to do what you want to do? Oh, no. Oh, no not at all not he, necessarily that but like no. he he loves decorating which which i love too yeah. like he loves to add like little touches little touches like yeah it's all about the little things it really is and he like loves like giving me flowers like randomly too so like i love that <laughs> clearly i love is that, that acts of service or receiving gifts who that, knows that's no. i guess well, that's that receiving gifts that's that one's receiving gifts yeah yay I love it. Look at that. That's one of your lowest. <laughs> Look at me. 
Oh my gosh, this is so funny. This article says that you've watched enough episodes of House Hunters on HGTV to know exactly how you'll set up your new apartment. Oh my gosh, and that's I feel you. attacked. I really do. That I is you. So much House Hunters, House Hunters International, House <clears throat> Hunters Island Hunters, like. I do I not watch as many shows as you, oh um, home improvement shows as you, but I did binge really hard for like a year, and I know that they like to take walls down, and they <laughs> love cream, and German schmear is a big thing on that chip. And, and open concept. Chip and Joanna love a German schmear. I do what's know that. Is, what's a German schmear? It's a brick wall that you then like paint and plaster over, but like you schmear it so it's only partially covering, so it looks like a weathered... Um, it looks like weathered. Oh, me like it. Looks like the like plaster is coming off of the. I love that. Yeah. Well, it's how did, really cute. Well, why didn't I know about this Chip and Jojo? Yeah, it's a great accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three, having a side hustle, which is what we are doing right now. Yes, we are. Our little side hustle. Don't settle for anything less than what you want in your personal life in your career in your friendship in your relationships and like i feel like having a side hustle like allows you to fulfill something or fulfill a passion of yours that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do through a typical career yeah everyone should have a hobby you should have things that you like to do that bring joy to your life and give you a meaning in an bigger than yeah bigger than your job because most people are working if they're Work is work. Work <laughs> you is know? work, yeah. And you need other expressions for yourself to let off steam. Yeah. Whatever that may be. And, like, for it to be a creative outlet, too. Because, like, some people everyone's don't get to cre- be... Everyone's creative in their own way. And you might not get to be creative at work. So having a place where you can kind of, like, pour all of that creativity, creativity into is really nice. And, like, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't go exactly how you wanted it to go, like... You challenge yourself, and that's so important. You're growing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so true. The human human development is incredible. You you can see progression just in a year of doing something. So, I in less than that. But, like, I find that, like, yeah. if you do something for a year, you can, like, really become very skilled at, at it. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. If I you care agree. about it and are truly focused on what you're what you're doing yeah absolutely another important one is going out with your girl crew so basically or boy crew or boy crew yeah we all know what saturdays are for according to barstool yeah so so again we're talking about like the types of happiness that you should experience for yourself before settling down into a relationship and yes going out with your friends is so important Yes, having please, that, please go please. out with your friends and not just your boyfriend. Please make some time for your friends. Get hit on. Like, know your worth. Not but that, not no, that. Yeah, that. okay. Yeah, that too. <gasps> oh That's important. God. But it's fun to get hit on and, like, just go out and, like, look hot and, like, not even necessarily get hit on, but, like, just, just look hot good. and, like, feel yeah. good about yourself. It's so true. And, like, also making that time for your friends, too. Hit just on to yourself. Show them. Yeah. To... to also to show your friends that oh that they're important that they're important that that, like they deserve quality time too i'm so self-absorbed like you need to look like feel hot for yourself no don't worry but like (laughs) don't worry about your friends who brings you more greatness than like your best girlfriend yeah like honestly a girl's room when you go out and you go to the girl's room oh yeah that place is just the highest vibe you will feel all night most of the time, unless someone's puking, then it's yeah. like shoddy. But <laughs> most of the time, like you'll walk in there and girls are just like ready to compliment you. You're like, oh my god, your shoes, your yeah. your jeans, yeah. like yep. your face, you beat that shit, like kill it, like you are yep. looking fine, girlfriend. And it's just like compliments, compliments, and you're just like compliments, compliments, and it's yes. just like and it's uplifting genuine. And, it's and like, incredible, oh. and it's like you get a power high when you walk out of the girls' room. There is nothing more powerful. Than I love complimenting girls in the girls' squad room. Of bitches in a bathroom i'll say all it. in the same that stall is powerful and that is big dick energy right there what is what's the female version of that um big clit energy or something oh, i don't know i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should also do a little bit of soul searching before you settle down does that mean like psychedelic drugs like peyote mm. <laughs> 
can I it's can I do peyote? You want it to do? <sighs> Find yourself, really though. Like this has so much to do with the love languages, and even our last episode, just like yeah. learning about who you are and like what what makes you tick. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? Who are you? but really you're looking for a situation that's going to change your perspective it's going to make you think about something critically it's going to make you question something like that's so cool who doesn't want to open their mind and think in a different way you're incredible let me just tell you that you will have an amazing divine purpose you yes you (laughs) oh my god i'm talking to you like a motivational speaker i hate it yeah um have such a divine purpose to be on this earth and you have amazing genuine qualities within you yes that are waiting to be discovered by you because a lot of people yes. around you can see them already but it's so masked by so much self-deprecating thought so you so need really to like, learning to love yeah. yourself and just opening your heart and opening your mind and being able to forgive yourself for everything that's really tough that's something i definitely struggle with forgiving yourself is one of the the most difficult things because like i'm a big believer in the fact that your worst enemy is yourself and yes. you are the hardest person on yourself is hardest always, critic yeah absolutely i feel that so much especially because yeah. i'm always thinking for a woman yeah where was i going with this <laughs> um you were talking about <laughs> I don't know where you were going with it exactly. So that's why I feel like it's so hard to forgive yourself because you're constantly picking at yourself and you want to be perfect. It's, oh gosh, perfect. What an awful word. Okay. (laughs) So true. So true. Toxic. Such an awful toxic word. Like it's, it has so many positive connotations, but it's really the most toxic word. Because nothing is perfect. I completely agree. I like, completely agree, but everyone's always chasing that. Me included. Yes. Definitely And what is me. perfection? It's so based on our own projections. Like, and uh, you know, social media. Let's bring it in. Um, yeah. And just outside what we're consuming. So yeah. what we're watching on television and, yeah. and what we're listening to and what we're feeding ourselves. Mm-hmm. What we're feeding our souls and our minds is really just important yeah i feel like that's because it all feeds into this idea of perfection that we're creating in our own minds yeah that is so unrealistic so unattainable and a bunch of false truths that we're feeding ourselves not saying that you shouldn't strive to become better of course but really consider what better means to you in your life and that's about becoming yeah. a better person and learning how to love because really yeah. at the root of it is love. I I am confident 100% to say that I think the meaning of life is love. And that is not just romantic love. That is just an outward love and an inward love, a love of yourself and a love of all things on this earth. Yeah. And just really coming at things with a perspective of love because – it makes life a lot easier and a lot more beautiful. I completely and I think, agree. I think it's, it's easier. It's hard, to... though. No, but it is. I think it's hard because if it, if it wasn't hard, more people wouldn't do it. I mean, more people would do it. Our our hearts and our minds, we live in a fear-based society. We, our entire society would have to change. I, but I think for that... For the majority of people to be love. I think that it's just like... It's kind of a chain reaction. When someone is nice or kind or beautiful the pay it forward movement that that sticks and like if someone's nice to you you're gonna feel that good energy you're gonna want to spread it that kind of thing so i think it's really easily spreadable it's just all about more people and more people doing it so join the movement join the happy movement no it's hard we're all like ellen ellen always says be kind be Be kind kind to one another yeah and not even be happy because like Telling someone to be happy is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you like you're not going to be happy all I the think, time, too. Yeah. Being happy all the time is fake. If anybody claims that they're happy 100% of the time, don't believe them. Walk away. But you can be kind 100% of the time. It's I definitely mean, it's really hard. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but, like, you can you can shoot for the stars, guys. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> really be kind. make your 
your goals high with how kind you can be to people. We're really setting such a high expectation. Be kind. To everyone all the time. If you are mean or rude, we will find you. That's not good because I have some serious road rage that just <laughs> <laughs> would not oh, yeah. fit into this diet of no. 100% kindness. No, Sydney in the car is not anybody who... Aggressive. You don't want to meet her in the back of a, an alley. No. no. Not when, I she, have my, when I'm in my car. Not if you don't use your blinker. <laughs> Sydney will literally rip your head off. Oh, my gosh. And if you if you can't turn, like if you don't know how to... And if you brake check, oof. I brake check sometimes. Yeah. Just... projecting yep i do and that's all for that folks and that's (laughs) the end of our episode (laughs) back to projection um it all yeah it's all tying back to projection and love really (laughs) how we project our love project Um, your love in a great and kind way and i hope you like this week i hope you guys like this exercise on love languages because when we found it we were like this is so freaking cool like i literally actually need to show my significant other this right now and everything will make sense it's like (laughs) self-explanatory yeah implementing it is really hard i will say but yeah it absolutely it made having a conversation it made i asked my boyfriend to do it my last boyfriend and it made our relationship really good like i could really see an improvement in how i loved him i don't know he, he did. He was great, but... Yeah. <laughs> he showed me his love. I don't know... It was really hard for him to show me... No. Never mind. I'm sorry. He also really improved yeah. when I was able to tell him how to love me. We both really improved after we that's had a respective test. That's beautiful. And that's the only thing that I want people to get out of this is like... Just to know how to have maybe a better conversation about how to love. If you feel like if you feel like you're having problems in your relationship and even if you don't, like you can always get better, you know, like who doesn't want to get better? That's so beautiful. You can still get better. Every day is a choice and yeah. definitely an active choice to be happy happy. Yes. It's, it's something you difficult. need to wake up in the morning thinking about or it's just not gonna happen. Or truly. Else you just kind of get caught in the cynicism. A of negative waves. Yeah. But we're here to brighten brighten your days up. Yes, hopefully. 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 Let's not end on a negative wave. No. Oh, that was so pretty. Thank you. Wow. I think with that sound of an angel, we should sign off. Bid you adieu. Please follow and like and comment on our Apple iTunes and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Apple iTunes. I'm so tech illiterate um so follow us and everything on itunes subscribe and follow our instagram and please interact with us we love hearing your opinions you guys are the best we will see you next week we love you your voice is important Mm -hmm. be kind be kind stay off the forums (laughs) 